Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are witnesses to those truths, and we're grateful for it. We are thankful for the way, for all of the ways that you've brought us to this point, and we give you praise. And we ask now that your spirit and your word and your body uh, would celebrate um, all that you've done and remind us of what lies ahead of us and give us courage in the light of all that you've done to this point. We ask it in Jesus' name, knowing he'll go with us. Amen. You may be seated. Well, good evening. Amen. So this is the Sending Chapel. I looked up that definition, send. Found some interesting thoughts on that. There is to send down, which means to suspend or dismiss from a university. <laughs> there is to send up, which means to send to jail. There is to send off which means to eject a player from a soccer game for a violation of the rules. There is the sin packing, which means to dismiss someone abruptly. I don't believe that's what we're doing here tonight. <laughs> Upon further examination, to sin means to direct, to go on a mission to enable to go. Do you remember the words of our Lord as recorded in the Gospel of John chapter 20 verse 19? On the evening of that first day of the week when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. The God who called you is faithful. He has kept you in the years of preparation. And he will remain with you as you go. I note that twice in this passage our Lord blesses his disciples by saying, Peace be with you. Now I've been to six district assemblies in the last four weeks from Washington State to Florida with a stop in Texas, Michigan, and Ohio. I have met with alumni and students along the way and this is what they tell me. They love the NBC experience. It was demanding. It was life-changing. It prepared them for their calling. 
the professors profoundly impacted their lives and they would not trade this experience for anything. Similar to what I heard last night from you. I feel it's most appropriate in this sending chapel to, those, to have those who have taught you, encouraged you, prayed with you, and believed in you, that they should have an opportunity to send you with a blessing. So tonight, the challenge you have already received. So instead of sending you forth with a challenge tonight, we want to send you with a blessing. Dr. Jim Russell is going to start us off tonight. You came to NBC at the call of your Redeemer. You have studied and prepared in fulfillment of that call with the hope that he who has called you is faithful. And now as you follow his leadership from these hallowed halls to your ordained destination, may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. Just ignore those guys. As you've been fed at this table, go and feed the hungry. As you have been set free, go liberate the captive. As you have received, give. As you have heard, proclaim. And the blessing that you have received from God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you always and with those to whom you minister. Amen. There is no greater joy, no finer pursuit than occupying the place where God has called you to serve him. When you go forth to serve him, may he fill your heart with his love, your mind with his joy, your spirit with his peace. May you take each of your steps with patience, speak each word with kindness, live each day in goodness. May your life be characterized by the faithfulness of God the Father, the gentleness of Christ our Savior, the self-control of the Holy Spirit. Go with our love and our blessing. You're my partner. The Brothers of Leist. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. Your task is not to extend the kingdom. It's not to build it. It's 
already built, but to invite people into it. And so I pray tonight for you that you'd allow the rule of the kingdom, the presence of the kingdom, who is Christ, and the providence of the kingdom, the Holy Spirit, who is the witness of the kingdom, to work his work and to allow you to follow him in witness. So I want to pray a small, short prayer with Paul, the apostle, for you. I join with Paul and pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened and that you may know what is the hope of Christ's calling the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and the exceeding greatness of his power towards you according to the mighty workings of that power I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and discernment that you may prove things that are excellent that you may be sincere and without offense until the day of Christ being filled with the fruits of this of righteousness which are by Jesus unto the glory and praise of God now unto him who is able to keep you from falling I commend you I commend you to him place your hands in his strong hands and allow his rule his presence and his power to be with you forever and ever Amen I really should give you one more debt story before you leave but I won't the story is told of a young Jewish student who had studied for a long time under the wise guidance of a rabbi named Moisha after several years of study the student became very troubled and agitated and so Moisha visited with the student to discover what the problem was the student looked at Moisha and said I have studied the lives of the hero heroes of the faith for several years now and I've become very frustrated I've discovered that how the regardless of how faithful or insightful or wise I try to become there will always be an Abraham or a Moses or a Solomon who is even more faithful or more insightful or wiser than I am how can I truly serve God and give myself to his kingdom when there are so many other individuals who will always be greater than I am how can I ever become an Abraham how can I ever become a Moses or a Solomon Moishe looked at his student for a moment and then answered my child the greatest challenge that God has ever given to me was not for me to be an Abraham or a Moses rather the greatest challenge that God has ever given to me was for me to be Moisha. as you leave this place I do not want to challenge you to become another Alan Like or another Janice Deuce 
or another Tom King. I want to challenge you to become the person that God has created you to be. Go from this place and be the man of God. Be the woman of God that God planned you to be. Be the servant leader that God intended you to be. Paul told us how to do this in Galatians chapter 2 when he wrote, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. May the Lord bless you, and may you become Christ incarnate to a lost and dying world. May the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, bless you. May you be blessed for the contributions you have made to our lives here at NBC. May you become a blessing to those whom you will serve in the near future. May the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, bless you. You have been the student and the follower. Now you will go forth to be the teacher and the leader. May you hold close to your heart the understanding that Jesus did not come to be served but to serve. Become great through serving. Be first by being the very last and the servant of all. When you serve, do it with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ and you will be blessed. In your service, may your life remind others of how Jesus took a little child into his arms. Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but the one who sent me. Let the little children come to Jesus, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such children, and you will be blessed. You all answered the call to come to Nazarene Bible College to prepare for ministry. Now you begin the journey through the challenges and the joys of servanthood. I'd like to share some words with you that I borrowed from John Wesley. Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can as long as ever you can. A humble, God-centered attitude will lead to deeper personal peace and a greater positive impact on the world around you. It will also bring joy and honor to God, who dearly loves you. The closer you draw to God, the deeper your love will grow, and the more like Jesus your attitude will become. I ask God's blessing on you as you cultivate a God-centered attitude. In 2 Corinthians 3 and 1 Thessalonians 2, 
Paul writes to those who have received the blessings of his ministry. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or do we need, like some people, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You yourselves are our letter, written on our hearts, known and read by everybody. You show that you are a letter from Christ, the result of our ministry, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. For what is our hope? our joy, or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes. Is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and joy. As the Lord Jesus Christ has redrawn our lives after his image in the ink of his spirit, and as by his grace he has used us to redraw your lives after his image by that same spirit. May the Lord of life use you to rewrite the life stories written on tablets of human hearts. And as you leave us, we look forward to that day when we will all be reunited before his throne. And we shall bear you as our proud crown of hope and joy. As you lay at our Lord's feet, the diaries of your lives filled with parchments of those who by your ministries have been born not of flesh and blood, but of the Holy Spirit. Our blessing on you is adapted from the breastplate of St. Patrick. As you leave this sacred place, may the strength of God pilot you, the power of God preserve you. May the wisdom of God instruct you and the hand of God protect you. May the way of God direct you, the shield of God defend you. May the host of God guard you against the snares of the evil one and the temptation of this world. May Christ be with you. Christ before you and behind you. Christ above you and beneath you. To your left and to your right. May Christ be within you. Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of you. Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of you. Christ in every eye that sees you. Christ in every ear that hears you. May the salvation of the Lord be yours this day and evermore. Amen. In many ways. Were we doing this together? We are. I'm just kidding. This is the big and small of it right here. 
<laughs> sort of reminds you of twins, doesn't it? In many ways, we have prepared you for a paradoxical calling. For we have tried to prepare you to lead those you serve and to serve those you lead. Remember that you stand among God's people. You are no more holy than are they. They are no less in the kingdom of God than are you. Peter wrote this to all Christians everywhere. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. I heard an NBC uh, graduate a few weeks ago preaching in a local church and he had made a rather strong point and to emphasize that he said, now folks, this is not rocket surgery. <laughs> It had been a while since it had one of my classes. <laughs> Some of you will have to explain that. To... <laughs> I don't much like goodbyes. In fact, when it comes time to say them, I tend to slip out the back. But in her book, Praying Our Goodbyes, by Joyce Rupp, she reminds me that the word goodbye really means, and originally meant, goodbye, or rather, God be with you, go with God. It was recognition that God was a significant part of the going. Goodbye was a blessing of assurance that if God went with you, you were never alone. Graduates, though you have made your home in our hearts, we would not keep you from moving on. We know your leaving is essential for your growth. So go. Go with God. Goodbye. Take with you my favorite scripture. It was God's goodbye blessing to Moses. My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Well, I ask you, graduates, do you receive the blessings of your faculty? One of my favorite authors is Henry Nowen. I get a devotional from him every day on my little palm thing. Or sitting in a district assembly, catching up on those devotionals one day. When I read this, 
that gave me something to think about the remainder of the day and the days since. One of the most important spiritual disciplines is to develop the knowledge that the years of our lives are years on a mission. As the Father has sent us, we send you. I pray you will spend the rest of your life on a mission. A mission of fulfilling God's call for your life. We want to close tonight with a time of prayer with you. I'm going to ask the faculty if they would come and stand on the inside of these altars, just wrap themselves around the inside of the altars and face you as the graduates come and stand on the outside of the altars. So graduates, if you would come and stand on the outside of the altar. I'm telling this as you come now because I'll forget to tell you at the close. I just know me. There are Bibles here on the altar for you to take, graduates, when you leave. It's a gift from the International Bible Society to you. And we would ask that you would take one. Now I'm going to ask the graduates to turn and face everyone that is in here. Now, I'm going to ask our congregation tonight, family, students, friends. Now, if you have a family member that is standing here, I'd ask that you would come and stand in front of them. And if you're a student, come and stand in front of the graduates here tonight. So would you come now, stand in front of your loved one or your friend, and then students, if you would come and stand in front of them. Now graduates, uh, there, is some, uh, there is some planning to what we're doing here tonight. I've thought about this for a few days now. I've chosen to have the faculty stand behind you and to place their hands of blessing on your back. They will always be at your back. When you go to your assignment, you will remember words that they spoke to you. You will remember, remember prayers that they prayed for you. You will remember the times that they sat and listened to you. You will recall the things that they taught you. They will forever be at your back. Those in front of you are loved ones and fellow students. They're going to pray a prayer of blessing for your friendship, for your love, for your care, and that God will guide you. Now graduates, it's not fair that you would receive all of the prayers tonight. I'm asking that you would lay your hands forward and pray for the students in front of you, that you pass on to them the legacy that you leave in this place. So together we pray. Heavenly Father, tonight we bless your chosen ones. They have responded to your call. They have prepared their hearts, minds, and spirits. 
and now we send them into the world. Father, I pray that you will protect them from the evil one. That you will protect them by the power of your name. The name that is above every name. The name that brings salvation. The name that brings sanctification. The name that brings hope to the hopeless. Healing to the hurting. Sight to the blind. The name that every knee shall bow at. By that strong name we pray protection upon these your chosen ones. I pray, Father, that they will have the full measure of our Lord's joy. May they find fulfillment in their calling. May they find the joy of the Lord. A joy that is not conditioned upon the situations of life, but rather the joy that can face the cross with the certainty that God is with me. May they have our Lord's joy. And most, Lord, we pray that your love may be in them. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. And the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. This we pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise his name. Praise his name. It's okay to hug a professor. Is there a song? Or We're going to have a closing song here. Oh uh -huh.